Okay, today's daf is Udal, and we start a few lines down. So it says as follows. This is referring to Shiru Chala. The question is, we mentioned our Mishnah, the Shiru Chala was different for different people. For Obala Bayit, we said it was 124th has to be separated. And we said for someone who's selling in the market, it has, it's going to be one, sorry, like Nachtom, it's going to be, it's going to be 148th. We also saw some, um, unexpected changes in that as well. Meaning if someone's making their own bread, but even if they make for a large amount, for example, Mishdeh Banor, like a party or a wedding or something like that, still it's going to be 124. And even if there's only a small seller or someone who's making bread at home, even if they're make, not making large quantities, then they still, no matter, nonetheless, they only have to do this smaller shear of 148. So the Gemara asks, where do we get these two shear in from? What's the basis? So Rabbi Yehud, Amar Rabbi Yehud, Rabbi Yehud, this is Tani, um, this is learned from this from the Tani Amar Rabbi Yehud, Ma Amru Bala Bait Echad Mesrim Va'arba, Banachnum Echad Ma'arbim Vashmone. So why is that a Bala Bait is 124th and a Baker is 148th? That's a shear of So the answer is, Elisha Nachtum Eino, here changes gives a ra'a bi'isa or balabait um, um yafa bi'isa. So what that means is is that uh literally literally ain't ain't or um yafa means more stingy or eno ra is more stingy or more particular. Um so what the way Rashirulio explains it says when it comes to uh nachtom, when you mean ainu ra'a means I read it inside the ainu bedamim. You know, because it's a matter, it's his livelihood, there's profit and loss factors, every little bit's going to count in terms of when you start, you know, magnifying out in scale. It says, um, she, in other words, sham, in other words, shiru chalalin kor, therefore, therefore, because they're so particular with the value of what's happening, Versus a balabait is not so particular, just making chalav the Shabbos, they're not going to so be so particular with the value here. Um, again, chalav as in bread for Shabbos, not shir chala. <laughs> That's going to be confusing sometimes, unfortunately. So therefore, chachamim will make That's shit Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, chachamim will make with the nachtum because they're more particular with the exact quantities and how much is being made, etc. However, chachamim says something different. Chachamim says, long mishem, who's that? Oh, it's not from that reason. You have to give a certain amount of coin. You should take some. Which means you've got to give it to him in a fashion that it's considered a natina, a giving. So therefore what? When it comes to nachtom, he's making large amounts of dough. Therefore, 148 is still a significant amount that it's considered an antenna, a giving to a coin. Or balabayit, when it comes to balabayit, well, they make smaller amounts of dough they're just making with their family, or <laughs> most few days on to, whatever it is. Then we say, um, isatamu ata, then their dough is going to be smaller. And if you give 148 from that type of dough, it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be containing to now. Therefore, the Chachamim say, you give 124. And, okay. So in other words, is it because of Chachamim, according to the way the Rashi will explain it, explain this, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's because since they're more particular, the Dami Chachamim will make, say, 148th of a baker, or Chachamim say, no, this is a Dindoraita, you've got to give a Kedeni Tina. So you've got to look at who's baking it. Because people making large volumes, a smaller amount is Kedeni Tina, and someone who's making smaller volumes, like a Balabai in general, it's going to have to give a larger amount proportionally, so there's a significant nitina giving to the coin that he can enjoy from it. Okay, let's continue. Well, you could you you could simply have a shear then and not have a percentage. 
Ah, the good point. In other words, what you're saying is why don't you just say it has to be like I don't know, three, three beats or something like that. I don't know what you're saying. Good point. I'm not sure. Okay. But it seems to be that they use proportions. Okay. Vataninan. Um I I don't I don't know. The only thing that comes to mind is all our hafrashot are all proportional. There's nothing that's usually a um a, a fixed measure. So maybe that's why, but I don't know. Okay. Vataninan. So we said that the shear that someone makes their own bread is 124. That's even if they make a huge amount for a party. Nonetheless, so, so we see here that, you know, if, if, it's, if it's a function of how much you're producing, then maybe if you're making for Mishdeh no, it should be 148. So it says, no, Chachamim simplify for us. When it's come to, they, they just say, okay, the shear for a, someone of a balabayit making their own bread, that's 124th. Because in general, you say that it's, uh, they make small amounts. Even if they happen to make a large amount, nonetheless, the chachamim lo plug, if you like, they said it has to be, it's, it's only going to be 124th. However, um, and similarly, it would go, it would hold true for someone who's selling the shuk. Generally, people that are um, selling commercially are producing a large amount. That's why it's 148th. So therefore, it doesn't matter that we mentioned the mission that even if a, a balabait happens to be selling a small quantity of the market, nonetheless, lo plug when it comes to if we're if we're selling. Okay. However, now we ask a question, Rabbi Huda, because Rabbi Huda says it's a function of eno ra or eno yafa, if you recall, in terms of a person's attitude to the 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 the, um, the the dough that's being produced, the financial attitude. So you ask a question now. But we said. The attitude, the explanation of Yehuda says, the reason why it's 124th for a balabait because Eno Yafa Isa. They're not so particular with the, 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 that, the, the quantities, if you like, of being separated or not. So that's, that's the way Rabbi Yehuda says, that's the perception or the attitude of a balabait. But we just said if a balabait sells to market, suddenly it changes. Therefore, and she, you know, it's a separate a smaller amount. So therefore, the Gemara says, how do you explain Rabbi Huda? He says, no, even a Balabite's attitude is going to change. Bashashi or Salabeta, when she's making it for home, then we say, Eino Yafa, then we say that uh, it's more generous, if you like. Bashashi or Selim Kobashuk, but once, even if a private homemaker, home baker, is now going to sell some to market, we say that the attitude would change. Eino Yafra'a Beisato. So that's how you'd explain Shitat Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, let's continue. Next to Nitma Isata. Now we said what the shear we said is for for Balabait's 124th, and for someone selling to market, it's one, like a baker, sorry, it's 148th. But we said if someone's dough becomes tamer, then they can use a more makil shear of 148th. Because what's the point of separating more if it, if it has to be burnt in, at the end of the day anyway? So therefore we said makil 148th. However, we said in the Mishnah. That's only if it became nitma isato shogegat anusa. That's if it was completely out of the control that the dough got tamer, or they made a mistake. However, if the person was doing it bemazed, we say, no, I'm sorry, you have to do 124th kadesh yochota niska. So that, you know, we don't let someone profit for doing something deliberately wrong. Okay? So now what the Gemara says is that whole leniency in the case of a shogeg, um, this is a really clear. We're going to follow some give us the changes of the rush, which, which uh, pretty much everyone follows here. Um Chaim, Marfulda, the Rush Cirillo as well, and Rush Cirillo actually spells it out very clearly. Yeah, um, in his explanation. But anyway, he says, "Amra, Amra, Matnita, Belimud, Limudet." Oh, 
להיות מפרשת אחת מ-24. The fact that we're lenient with someone, if it comes Talad B'Shogig, to say, oh, you can use a 148 to separate, that's someone who normally does the amount that Chazal tell them to do, which is the Shira of 124. But if she normally take, does a smaller Shira anyway, meaning she has 148, which is not right, she should be taking 124, which is the Shira the Shira Chachamim escaped to Abalat Abayit, then... Here, just change the word. Notenet me'esrim va'arba Then, if she normally takes one forty-eight, which is inappropriate, and it becomes tame, and she comes to the uh, comes to chachamim, say, "What should I do now?" Then you say that even if it was b'shogeg, I'm sorry, you're going to have to separate one twenty-fourth because you've your practice till now has been against halacha anyway, right? So I'll read you actually the Marafulda. He says, Hengaras Arash, O Perush, Davka ki regilala, Frishachan Mesrim Varbe Kedin Balabite, as Beshogeg. You know, the difference probably then we say Beshog imnit met Sagile, then it's enough to take 148. Ho Elvinit met because I got time. Aval ki regilala, Frishachan Marvin Vishmon, if she normally does 148 anyway, I feel a Kishasta, La Beta, even she's making up for home, then law, then no, we're not lenient. She's just going against the words of Chachamim. We don't treat it as a Shogege in the case of Shogege. But ten, in other words, she's been she's been lazy doing something wrong the whole time. So now she's doing something with Shogege. We don't say, oh, you're Shogege in this case. And she have to separate 124th in order so she, so she doesn't profit, if you like. Because she's in practice, she generally is going against Shlachachamim, we're not making it. That's the way the Rush explains it. Harash is Elishim. Okay. Next subject. Ketzad Isato Ravi Satmeah. Now, if you recall, we talked about the fact that Machlok Rebeliaz in Chachamim, that um, that what happens, if, can you mafrish minatar latame? Chachamim says absolutely not. We're concerned that because you have to you have to do what's called um, the hafrash has to be minamukaf, meaning all the parts have to be in close proximity, with Chachamim were concerned that you wouldn't put them next to each other because you're scared that Tahordo would become Tameh. And then, you know, you'd keep on partnering with Bidam and Amukaf. And we saw, if you recall, saw the, um, the Shira Rebeliezer says, what you do is you take a small amount. First, you take the Shira Chal you need to take from the Tahor. And you take a small amount of dough that's less than a Kabetza and put it in between. And that interface, because it's less than a Kabetza, can't metame, can't transfer Tumor on to, if you like, the, um, the Tahordo. Okay, so therefore that into that the small little bit is less than a kabetzis because foods are less than a kabetzis can't pass on tumah. Therefore, that's in between the tower and the tamer. They're now all together. Now you can do hafrasha minamuka. Okay, that was really easy. Now Chachamim say the, the question is as follows. Now we've addressed this issue before, but now we see it inside the Gemara Forash. It says, Why do I need to have this solution, Rebbe The fact that it's in one house can't that be considered a tziruf? Can't they consider as if now it's considered minamukaf that they're in they're in close proximity because in the same house, and generally you say that's true. So the uh, the Gemara says no. Devarshu makbid al taravota ainabait mitzareh, because you don't want the tar and tameh to get mixed together because you don't want the tar to become tameh, then the bait isn't going mitzareh. That you can't rely on the house to say oh it's now it's together because you because you don't want them to come together. That's why you need a quintrebly as this interface. The Shein But if you're not you don't mind them mixing with one another, then we say yes, indeed, habaitit's mitzaref. So again, the fact that it's, it's a slight, 
every klal has an exception. So, in other words, the habayit being mitzaref is provided that you not you wouldn't mind them being mixed together. But if you're mark them being of, of them getting mixed together, then we say the bait's not mitzaref. That's why Rebbe Yehuda needed this uh, solution. Now we say as follows. Sorry, it continues. And isa tmea, isa Torah, asul kedavashu, makbid al taruf uto. And Taurus and Atami is, is exactly one of the things that someone is makbid on. Let's continue. And the Gemara then adds, so I'm not sure what you have written in your Gemara, but I'll read, it reads as follows. Be'isa tchila. This is only referring to a case where the dough itself is a rishon letumah. Why? Because a rishon letumah, so it came into contact with an avatur, with an avatur rishon, can metame a sheni letumah. Okay? That's when you're makbid of the two doughs touching each other. Aval isa shnia, if the dough itself is only a sheni letumah, so it came into contact with, say, food that was already tamed, that's how it became a sheni letumah. Then you can rely on the house to because you're not concerned about the two doughs touching one another. Why not? What's the chidush of the Gemara here? The chidush is as follows, and I'll read you Reb Chaim. He says, Despite the fact that the other dough is tavul l'chala, we say, um, we don't say it's like it's truma chala, because again, what's the only thing that become a shlishi? Really, truma and chala is truma as well. But the fact that it's tavula chala, we don't, in other words, chala has to be separated. We don't view the chala itself as if it's already there. Okay? It's like, it's, it's not yet uh, separated. So therefore, if it's a shani, one of the, if, if the tamak guru is a shani, then you wouldn't mind them even touching together. And then you can rely on the house becoming, uh, on being mitzdar of them. You wouldn't need the solution. Okay? That's the chirush of this sugya. Okay. Let's continue. Um, Balach, in other words, according to Rebbe despite the fact what happens is we're saying that you need to have some, some interface in between to make sure they can be uh, coming to one another. When it comes to Lach, you can also do that. Now, how do you do that Balach? Sorry, despite the fact, but also it works Balach. So Ketzad, Kavash Zaitim, the Tuma, Vahumavakesh Latormam, the Tara. So you've, you've, you've pressed some oil. And what you want to do now is you want to mafrish batara. How can I separate from a batara? So mavi mashpech she'in pivka beitza umemale otazaitim. You get a a funnel, okay, and you fill it with zaitim. We'll explain this in a minute because normally you can't mafrish min a zaitim alashem. And so how does this work? We'll explain it soon. When you place it on the barrel, and therefore the now the bottom olives are going to be t- in contact with oil. So you've got the tar olives at the top. Yes, the bottom olives will become tamed, but the olives at the top are going to be now mukaf close to the oil at the base. So let me explain this a bit more detail. I'll read your Chaim. He says, We're taking olives shikvar kitashan that they've already been crushed, Ktsat. Di lav hachi, if they weren't already crushed, ain torim mezaitin l'ashem, and I can't mafrish mezaitin l'ashem. We're not allowed to do that. Vuoseotam zaitim shebemashpe. So that once they're crushed already, then we can mafrish mezaitim l'ashem. And therefore, the it says vuoseotam zaitim shemashpe. Truma alotam shebechavit. We don't tell our chavit, and you place on the chavit. Tahasha zaitim shapia mashpe no get b'shemen. So it's true. The, um, the pin, uh, inner pin means mouth. We're talking about the, at the bottom, at the, where the funnel point is. There is indeed there in, t- in contact with the shemen. However, 
But those at the top, we're going to say this, all those at the top, they're going to be the ones that are going to be calling Truma. They're not going to make the, the olives above it in the Mashpech. That is because at the P at the bottom, the olives themselves are not a kabeza. And once again, in order to, for food to pass on to they have to be kabeza. So that's effectively, we're creating this interface like in that small piece of dough. Because what do we have? We've got oil at the bottom that's tamer. You fill up a funnel with these partially crushed olives. And, and then the, at the, at the, the neck, the very bottom of this funnel, they're going to be in contact with the liquid. So they're going to be tamer. And the olives above are going to be tower because those one, those ones in the contact with the liquid, they can't pass to Moron. They're not a kabeza. So that's like a mafresh minatara la tamer, according to Rebeliezer. So it says, oh, lamali pachomi kabeza. So why do I need the neck to be less kabeza? Uh, so I says, I feel the kabeza. Uh, uh, even if it is as wada kabeza, it should be, um, as we say, are we dealing with simply small pieces? And each of these small pieces are going to be the size of a kabeza. So even if it was a bigger neck, it wouldn't matter. So it says, The answer is because in any event, we're trying to minimize the amount of tumor transfer. That's why we use a narrow neck. Now, I read it like Rabbi Chaim Rashi, says, Are we dealing with small pieces? If you have a too wide a neck, everything's going to fall out. That's the way Rashi explains it. But I'll... Um, Leave that. Okay. Let's continue. Amrulo. Now the Chachamim now saying back to Rebeleza. He says, oh, uh, it says, Ein lecha karui lach. Actually, Rebelei, really. But, um, because he's sending them Rebeleza. But it says, um, Amrulo. Ein lecha karui lach ele yain v'shemen bilvad. So he, the Chachamim, are completely cholik. It says as follows. Chachamim ifcha svirle. They hold the opposite of Ian Rebchaim now. Ve'inu afagav de pilig v'avesh. Even though they're cholik when it comes to yavesh. You can't because why? Because you, because you, we're concerned you're not going to have him close proximity and you have to be mafrish When it comes to liquid, they agree. However, Shane Lach, but what Lach are we talking about? It's only Yaina Shem Bilvad. Why? The call should Sarikli Gakadeli or Torim and Amukaf, Spirulud Intramim Shamit, Yaresh Zesh, the Agia Kadesh Loit, Mohatame, Tatar. Yes, normally you have to, they say you can't make Frashmina Tala Tamer, but those are the things that you have to do, Frashmina Mokaf, because they're scared you won't make them in Amoka. But to show Lomo Minako, Aval the Yain, the Shem, when it comes to oil and wine, Shainot Srikli Gad, those they say you don't have, they don't have to be in contact at all. In other words, even though the more machmer comes to the bar yavesh, when it comes to the bar lach, they are actually more makel because that doesn't have to be toramina mukaf at all. So you can mafresh So it's like we're going to the opposite extreme. We're dealing with a different product. Okay. So hechavidi, when do they say mafresh What's the case? The Gemara says that's if That's if you're talking about the all the olive oil that's been produced has been pressed under the same kora, if you like. And it's been split up into two stores of oil. Ah, since they came from the same kora, that's if, if you like Mitsarif them, despite the and despite the fact now once time once tar, that's when they say mafresh minatara latame. Similarly, it says shtei korot, if it was pressed by two beams, laborachad. And the Gemara says that doesn't make any sense. How can you have that partially tamer and partially tower if you're dealing with oil in one pit? 
One part, some of it's tamer, the whole thing's tamer. So he says, no, Rabbi Hila, B'Shem, Rabbi Yasser says, Tifta Shebedato Lasot Visachat, Venimlach Vasam Shtet Visod. This is where initially your intention was, you're, you're doing multiple presses to combine, you, you wanted to combine them together into the same bore, and then you change your mind. So in other words, what we're saying here so far, we're saying, when does, when did the Chachamim Melayit Mafish Minataro Tamer, even Shalom Minamokaf, Bedavar Lach, which is Shemen and wine specifically, that's when they're either pressed under the same beam, or it was initially intended that be combined with the same bore, if you like. Okay. However, Rabbi Amar Abiyosi Barbun had a detainer, but that's only we're going to give you a qualifier. That's only became tame after I've skimmed off everything, after what we call the marmalacha. Why Because at that point, everything was tahor, and I could have been mafrish minatahor l'tahor. If it became tame already from prior to being chayev in hafrasha, if you like, then then we say that no, the chachamim that may kill to let you do a tahor l'tame. So it's only really if it sort of came, to, it originated together, either physically or intentionally, to be together. And it only became Tameh after Gemara Malacha. That's what Chachamim can say, Mafresh Menatahor ala Tameh. Okay? Interesting, Ruchaim says also, this is going to Rebbe Leazir as well. Damid, lo alam tormi menatahor. In other words, also, what also in Chiyagavna, where it was both initially originated the Tahara. Okay, let's continue. Um, Rev Tavi says as follows, Rebbe Shah, B'Shem Rabbi Yana, Halach Rebbe Leazir. Rebbe Yitzchak Baranachem, B'Shem Roshai says, Halach Rebbe Leazir. So, in other words, we've got two Tanaim, so, so Torah Moraim, sorry, that say that Halacha Zorka Beliezer. Ritz, Rebitzer, Rabbanach being one of them. However, Rav Huna B'Shem Rachanina says, Eina Halacha Rebeliezer. And Rabbi Yossi Barabun, Barabun says, Rabbi Huna B'Shem Rishmol says, Eina Halacha Rebeliezer. So it's, if you like, trade connected trade. Two against two in terms of is Halacha Rebeliezer or not. Now, Rebeliezer, again, what's Machlokhacham Rebeliezer? In the Mishnah, can I mafresh menatarlatame using the solution of having a small bit of dough in the middle to mafresh chala from tarlatame? So at the Uvda Kamei, so it, uh, um, an incident, uh, uh, the Shaila came before him, um, and uh, Rebbe Imi, that is, Hori, he didn't want to rule. Amar that says tarte kabe tarte inum, and because he says, look, I've got two against two, I don't want to, I'm not going to adjudicate in this uh, in this debate. So Amrin they said to him, Baha, one second, Rabbi Yitzhak Bar Nachman Horu, but Rabbi Yitzhak Nachman was one of the two. They were Paskin like Rabbi Yezer, and he, according to Rabbi Chaim, was like the God of Lador. So Amrin Lai, I feel like I don't want to put my head in, uh, get, get involved in this debate. Um, and then um, he just, he, he, he wouldn't Paskin in this situation because he held a tray, can I get tray? Okay. With that, we say, Hadranalach, Peor Futzlaretz, Hadranalach, Peor Futzlaretz, Hadranalach, Peor Futzlaretz. And we begin the new parak, parak uh, Shlishi. Let's go. In other words, one is able to, once you add water to the, the dough, your, the flour, sorry, you're already, you're allowed to even to eat a snack from it. However, this is a like when it's a, the comparable, sorry, the, the, um, the parallel, I should say, from the world of, uh, produce is it's, once it's grown a Shlish, it's, even though it's entered the world of Trumasa Maastrot, you can still snack from it until Gmarmalacha. So, so to here, once the waters hit the flour, it's into the world, if you like, of challah, but can eat, still eat a snack for it until gemar malacha. What's gemar malacha? Ad she tegalgel bechitin. So tegalgel, I've been loosely translating as roll the dough. What it really means to be here, it seems to be that really that's once the dough's finished being kneaded. 
All right, you finished it. Um, as just Mara Fulda says, Shetirav Yafber, it's been uh, mixed like well, Lefisha Einsham Isa Ale, Shem Isa Alea Korem Gilgul, because it's not considered really dough until it's all been rolled properly. Um, uh, I think Rub Chaim says here, it says, Hu Gmar Malachat Alisha. Sort of that's the end of the Gmar Malachat Alisha of, of kneading. That's when it's considered, that's, that's considered, um, so you can eat Araya until that point. The tam tembesorim. What's the tam tam besorim or tam tembesorim? Uh, when it comes to if you make barley dough, it doesn't stick together into this like one mass like uh, like dough made of flour. So it says it's mitpareted. It comes apart. Therefore, it's when it's like being pressed hard. The doch kabiyad. That's already considered, if you like, the equivalent of being rolled into dough for wheat. However, gil. Now it says gilgula bechitin the tim tamaba besorim. If, however, if it's already been turned into dough or it's been pressed nicely and, and formed for barley, uh, barley dough, then we say, if non, if, sorry, if anyone eats from it, it's like tevel and it'd be Okay. Cause now you have to do, cause you have to do haprash al Now, kivan shinotenet tamayim, once water's been added to it, as we said, that's like as if, as if it's already grown a shlish. What they may want to do is already mafrish chala from the part that's mixed with the dough. Uh, with water, flour, flour mix, because you can't separate from flour, in order to ensure it's a hafrasha stays batara. So he says you're going to redo that. You know, even if it hasn't yet fully been kneaded together and reached what we saw, this is a Gilgul Issa, um, nonetheless, you're going to do hafrasha early or at that stage. However, provided that there's already four, um, sorry, five quarter calves of flour that is what? Now, According to the gears we have in front of it, it says, which sounds like that you've already got enough dough for the chiyuv mixed together, meaning water and flour already mixed together. That's five quarter kav, even if you're making more. That's one understanding. Harav Chaim says, it sounds like the gears is, where your shami says, meaning provided that there's, because we're saying komak kemach, meaning there's not remaining five quarter kav flour that hasn't met water yet. Because otherwise, we've still got flour. It's not even the parsha yet of, of chala. And that would be chayev in hafrashat chala. Okay? But again, we'll see that in Gemara. Okay, let's continue. So, it sounds to be the fact that it says you can only aray mina isa sounds like aray is allowed at that point. Aval kavin, once you've already started mixing some of the dough, but hasn't been fully kneaded, to break it up into small portions of dough that each a kav, in order to get out of the chiyuv of chala, asur. Because what you're trying to do is because you're being marim, you're trying to use trickery, if you like, to or, or in, in a way to you know exempt the dough from chala. Okay, and that's now we mashma that from the fact that the, that the Mishnah says you can only have a snack. Just so she, so sorry, just so you can see. Um, how that comes out, how we, how we, the Gemara's mashmah that, I'll read Rabbi Chaim. He says, to cut the Isar up, the dough. He hasn't been fully kneaded yet, right? To small kavim, in order to, you won't be chayim in chala, asul. Even prior to that, despite the fact he hasn't got the chayim chala yet, because only once it's fully rolled and kneaded is chayim chala, says, how do we, that you're not allowed to do? Where do we learn this from? The fact that it says once it, some you're allowed to sorry you're allowed to snack from it until it reaches um, the full um, uh, gilgul is you're allowed to snack from it. The Gemara Rabbi says it's dayaklai. He's meda- the Gemara is medaika. The mashma 
Hakemalo implies you're allowed a snack, but not allowed to have a fixed meal. Okay, I know I'm not allowed to have a fixed meal, but much more. If you're mutar for you to make it into kavim, because if if you're allowed to break it into small amounts, I'd even be able to have a chila keva from it. Because why? Because it's a small amount. That's a chayim in in other words, the fact, I'll just explain it outside. The fact that the Mishnah says, until it reaches you can eat a snack, but only a snack, not a keva, implies you're not allowed to break it into small amounts of dough. Because if you were about to uh, able to break it up in small amounts of dough, in order to get out of the Chiyot Chala, you'd even be able to have a Chiyot keva. So the fact that Mishnah says you can only have snacks from it is much, implies that you can't try and use this Ha'arama to break up the dough to small amounts before full giggle to Patri from Chala. We'll go over this again t- tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem, because this will continue somewhat. All right? All right, Koltov, have a good day, everybody.